Life Happens on SAFM. Life Happens on SAFM. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. Now, we want to find out from you how you manage money in your relationship. And also, if you need advice on how to manage money in your relationship, because money actually, according to research, it can break or make a relationship. And just to educate us on this topic is Johan van Toner, who is an economist researcher on financial wellness at Momentum. Johan, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. How are you? Very, very, very well. Now, Johan, I just want to understand why is money such a crucial thing in a relationship? I mean, um, research and stats have shown that the the main reason sometimes why couples divorce is because of money. Yeah, it's actually one of the biggest reasons why they divorce. Mm -hmm. And it's also, it's more about who's getting, who's put, what into a relationship and who's getting what out of a relationship and normally or most of the times when people divorce actually it's about excuse me i i want to hurt the other person Mm. i don't want to give anything to the other person so it's more born out of the hurt factor yeah yeah than anything else now, sometimes you get couples that think the best way to avoid money arguments is to keep separate checking account. So the one partner will have their their own um, bank account and ha- handle the bills from there. And the same with another partner. Is it something that you would advise? Yeah, that's pretty much the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but... That goes hand in hand with uh, how people manage their households. Mm. In other words, you can have your own bank account, but you're responsible for, say, item X, Y, and Z, and I'll be responsible for A, B, and C. So if you do it that way, you, but you still have sort of independence of managing your money from your own bank account. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you contribute to the partnership, whether it's marriage or living together with with friends or whatever, because both of you or a number of you can actually then contribute to the functioning of the household. Mm -hmm. If you don't do it that way, um, there's a word that they use, and you've got entropy. In other words, you're causing a disorder in in the functioning of the household. So the the best way that's been found in research is have your own accounts, but you know exactly what you're responsible for. Mm. And at the same time, you must manage your money responsibly because it's not going to help if, if the one person in, in that partnership... Um, is going about irresponsibly with managing the money and in um and eventually it might end up uh, in a divorce if if yeah. something like that happens and how important is it to have a joint bank account as well well that's that's also not a problem it depends on um the how the two people in a partnership uh, decide on doing things mm-hmm. uh 
if both of them actually um, put all their salary or income or wages into one bank account, then obviously they have access to that bank account as well. Mm. Or, and they must have an arrangement on who can draw what amount of money out of a bank account and store, who's going to pay what, and whether there would be debit orders or would it be internet banking. So everything must come with pre-arrangements. Yeah. In other words, um, telling everybody, everybody who's responsible for what and also seeing the bank accounts at the end of the month. True. And sometimes they normally say that opposites attract and you'd find that the one partner is more extravagant and the other one, uh, you know, sort of maybe, let me not say stingy, but they, they're very, very conservative when it comes to spending and, 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 and managing money. And how do you how do you balance those when you get um, couples that are the extreme opposite I mean that can lead to fights yeah it actually can so that's why you need those if I can call it rules of engagement yeah um, before the time because the, it, it's better then than to have separate bank accounts and then for the rules of engagement to be set in other words if you're extravagant then What's going to be needed is that there should be limits on, say, for example, a credit card or an overdraft and so on, Mm. so that you don't put your partner in a difficult position. And the other, from the other side, if you're very stingy, if you really love your partner, then you're going to actually help that person Mm. who's very extravagant. So, you need to consider each other in that partnership. Okay, and let's talk about, um, you know, there is unfaithfulness in, in marriages and in partnerships, uh, but sometimes people also commit what we call financial unfaithfulness, where sometimes you don't know what your um, partner is doing with money or they have a, a secret stash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> as well. That's, that's happening a lot, yeah. actually. Um, so, again, and and and... This is where the rules of engagement is so important. So if you're going to get married or whatever, it's crucial that you set that rules. And you can decide to to have, say, two separate bank accounts, mm-hmm. but you budget uh, mm-hmm. together so that you know what's happening in, the, in another person's budget, what the expenses are, etc., etc. But... Yeah, it's very, very difficult to for one person to know about another person's secret bank account mm-hmm. um, if that other person is not going to be forthcoming. So, but that's where, where the trust issue comes in. Yeah. You have to trust each other. And, and by the way, the research has shown mm-hmm. that people who's... Uh, Doing it together, in other words, they have separate bank accounts, but they share everything. They share the responsibilities. They know um, we're working together. They are much, much more happier than people with separate bank accounts Mm -hmm. and only doing their own thing. 
Yeah. So the chances of them getting divorced are much smaller than mm. the other group. Now, um, you know, one would say healthy couples dream together. And in terms of um, setting financial goals for for a family, um, you know, for example, paying off a mortgage mortgage or your bond within a certain number of years. And just in terms of making those long-term goals as far as finances are concerned, what um, advice can you give to our couples out there? Yeah, that's actually a very good question because what's happening now is that, um, or not uh, all the time, but most of the time, you've got couples and you have the one person setting own goals and the other person uh, setting his or her own Mm -hmm. goals. So you've got immediately, you've got that conflict of um, two individuals setting different goals. Goals, yeah. So it's important that you get together and set own goals for for you as a couple. And within setting that own goals as a couple, you can also set own individual goals. So some of the own goals you can set mm. would be on how fast do we want to repay our debts or um, should we, or how much should we save, for instance, for a holiday or for a retirement or whatever, so that you actually know how much money of your income should be allocated towards debt, how much should be allocated towards savings, and so on. Mm. Um, if you do that as a couple, you'll find you actually spend less money on those things than what you would have done when if you'd done it individually. Yeah. You so actually save money by setting um your goals together. Yeah. And I guess it will also give you an opportunity to retire comfortably as well, knowing that you, you set these long term goals, you've achieved them and when you um reach retirement age, I mean you no longer have these financial burdens. Johan Fantone, economist researcher on financial wellness at Momentum, thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure, thanks. All right. So uh, after the break, uh, we'll have some music. And then after uh, 1430 headlines, I'll be joined in studio by colleague, former colleague, it's hard to say uh, that now, also an author and a virtual journalist, uh, Futa Kriche. And he'll be talking about his book, The SABC 8. And he's right here, actually.